0: good morning dear friends welcome back to another episode of very short stories for you today the pleasure for reading part one i have been invited by a international organization to give a talk in a global summit next september and basically it's about uh reading how to bring kids back to reading Um, what they told me is that they're looking for uh, national officials and authorities to deliver a speech on the matter and even though I am not any of those um, I do front an organization which is basically a cultural organization Uh, We cannot change any government rules or any policies. But we do have a little influence in the cultural part. So, because of that, um, I have been accepted as a keynote speaker in such summit. Now, I would like to share with you some of the ideas that I'm going to present. First of all, I want to talk about uh, the facts. And the fact is that um, many people have stopped reading. It does not have to do specifically with the pandemic. Uh, We have had this problem for many years until now. And uh, in my country, you don't need to do anything else but opening the newspaper In order to see that this is true in the past you could have very long informative articles with opinions about any topic but today uh, 15 years after what you have the most is pictures and actually the articles are so short that actually sometimes you doubt you're actually reading a paper And uh, it's like the whole piece of newspaper is a large social piece, basically with uh, pictures of people in different positions and uh, very little actual news. Now, the interesting thing about this is that it's not only the newspapers, right? Um, I am a person who loves to read, and I have been reading for many years now maybe 40, well, more than 40 years, and um, I just had a very interesting realization, and is that um, I went to my mother's house, and uh, I saw some of my old books that I keep in her house, and I was really, really surprised to see that some of these books are so big, and then I remember that I opened one of my favorite books, Irving Wallace, The Word. And I just couldn't believe what I saw. I mean, the, the, the size of the printing of the letters is so small. There are no subtitles. There are no divisions in the book. And most of the letters cover most of the page. And the pages go from left to right, from cover to cover. So the book is uh, more than 100 pages. and uh, but, but because of the size of the letter and, and because how much they cover absolutely everything, I'm sure it's a very long reading. And today you can have very serious books. But actually some of them keep the back part uh, empty. Um, do you have big uh, subtitles? uh so there is a lot of oxygen. and of course the actual the actual way people write is so fast and easy um and it has to be dynamic. And I want to make a very interesting point now. I, I hope you find it interesting. But uh, this is an observation I just realized. Um, I, I like to read books out loud. They, um, I don't know, I've, when I was a kid, my grandfather usually asked me to read books out loud standing next to him. So I would read uh, Don Quixote de la Mancha and I would read uh, for hours standing next to him. And of course, that's a huge book, Three Tomes, with very hard old Spanish. But uh, today, I like to read books out loud. And I noticed something very interesting. Uh, When I read my books, of course, I'm I'm always keeping an eye on the watch. And what I discovered is that When I read books now, the time between one uh, subtitle and the next is about five minutes exactly. Uh, And I am very surprised about that. And the only way I could have seen that is by uh, reading the books out loud. So how how fascinating is to think that actually... Uh, that is the time book writers perceive readers are going to be engaged in a reading because of course you get to the end of the subtitle and uh, many times you stop or if you feel you have the time or the energy uh, you engage it in a new in a new part in a new subtitle so what I plan to say in this summit is that one of the first things that we need to change as writers is the way we write. As, a, as an authority in a group composed by writers, I can acknowledge that many of the writers in my group are very old and they keep writing in the old-fashioned way. Uh, and I believe that has to change. So I guess that we will all have to have to take some courses in in modern writing, where a writing is engaging, dynamic, uh, I don't know, full with uh, imaginary and uh, with words that that can make you imagine things. And that is one point. Number two um we have to acknowledge the incredible variety of means in which you can you can read so you have kindle you have books with uh, augmented reality you have uh what the podcasts uh you have uh ebooks uh, you, have you have audiobooks you have so many things and actually uh, these are the things that you're going to have to start using. We are going to have to start using if you want to reach uh, more people. And finally, we do have uh, techniques. I mean, how are we going to reach out and try to bring people who have completely decided not to read anymore? And it's many times not a decision, especially especially in my country. Um, books are not very popular. People doesn't like to read very much. opposed to other neighboring countries, for example, if you go to Buenos Aires, uh, Buenos Aires is fascinating for many things. But one of the things that called my attention the most is that the first business that opens up in the morning and the last business to close up at night is a bookstore. Well, at night the last business closes data places. And bookstores. Not only that, but people actually get into the bookstores, and they came out with dozen books, like like it was. I don't know, like it was one last day sales. And uh, not only that, but you have so many bookstores that it's ridiculous to think how you can have so many bookstores without killing each other. But um, I have been visiting Buenos Aires for many years now, and I can tell you that the trend is the same. There are streets where you have, uh, I don't know, six bookstores. There are some places where you have bookstore, 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 pizza place, bookstore, bookstore. So uh, it is incredible how much people read. Now, according to statistics, um, Buenos Aires, even though it has so many bookstores, it is not the country with most readers, where people read the most actually there will be paraguay but what i can tell you for sure is that not only by reading at the statistics but also by the statistics we we gathered ourselves in my organization is that bolivia very likely is one of the countries where people read the least so of course our job is going to be doubled because not only will it be a place where it's hard to get a book uh, an expensive book for the kind of economy that we have but also it is hard because people is really not used to reading and I want to tell you about something incredible that happened to me the other day because um, I really like my students, I appreciate all my students and there is one guy in particular who I consider to be very smart and uh, for the first time I I got talking to him and I asked him, uh, do you like reading? And he said, oh, no, no, I I don't like reading at all. Wow, all right. So, can you tell me why? And he told me something incredible. He told me, well, you know what? I I don't consider... uh, I, I, I want to spend my time and my effort reading. I don't want to have to imagine anything. I want to watch it his words his words are incredible to me I have never heard anything like it but it tells you that this new situation where we are has been processed by these young smart minds and actually we are in a place where people prefer to watch things done they don't want to imagine things I I think this is just incredible, because I thought that if you would ask anybody, would you like to have incredible experience in your mind, imagining new worlds, thinking new things, you would say, yes, of course, I want that. Because we all lived that. But not these kids. These kids would prefer not to imagine anything, but having it shown. Uh, I have never heard anything like that it was discouraging it was it was hard it was hard to listen to that Um, and especially for a guy like this he's uh, well educated he has the best uh, scores in the university so you would imagine you would imagine that actually he's a person who who reads but how about that so, it is precisely people like him that I want to rescue. And I want them to change sides to the reading soldiers. And um, my organization has been working in a series of uh, activities. We have uh, book fairs um, with, uh, in towns, in parks we have uh, some activities with uh, the ministries of culture and education and mayor houses um, and workshops and we also have concluded that it's important to have some very uh, fine-tuned workshops where people who attended to workshops actually uh, discover the pleasure for reading and I'm going to tell you more about it on the next uh, part this was very short story for you.